Strap on those seatbelts, landlubbers, and get ready for your weekly dose of movies, mayhem, and the mundane. It's the Shufflebox Podcast. You're about to get your funny bone tickled, and you might even shed a tear or two. Here's your host, the June himself, Alex Big Dog Vallejos. Alright folks, welcome back to the Shufflebox Podcast. I am Alex Vallejos, the Big Dog. And uh, this week, uh, we're going to be taking a look at the uh, newly released film, uh, Cobweb, um, horror movie 2023. It uh, came out the same weekend that uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie did. So I'll tell you right now, you folks have probably haven't seen it yet. Um, we'll see how uh, long the theatrical run for Cobweb actually is. Um, but it did have limited release. I know it's at AMC Theaters. That's where I went to go see it. Um, but we're going to be taking a look at that one. I know everyone's already probably already went out to go see Bar- Barbie or Oppenheimer, and they are fantastic films, so I recommend you guys see those as well in the theater. But, um, you know, for those folks that are into horror movies in July, same thing. Um, this To me, the movie was decent, um, and I'll, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But, um, yeah, so stick around for a Cobweb. Um, we'll be doing... Uh, I'll try to, I'll, I'll go into it, try to go as, you know, spoiler free as I can, but I can't make any promises there. Um, and, uh, the, to you folks that, um, listen to the no hard feelings episode, I'm really happy, um, to get the feedback on that. You know, I'll try to stay away from super main plot, um, spoilers, um, when describing films that are still in theaters, but at the same time, if, if these are movies you're not going to go see, then I'm more than happy to do it. I just want you guys' feedback on this. Uh, in addition to that, I'm really happy to hear that, uh, people want to join the show. Um, so I'll be planning um, with some folks on uh, doing some movies and some sit down and talking episodes, uh, probably over the next month or so. I don't know how many people we're going to have on. I know, um, I confirmed with one, but we're still talking to that individual, and um family stuff i still we still got to talk for lauren and see when we're going to do the taylor swift um but that should be coming on that should be coming up soon too um of course you can follow us uh on instagram at shovelbox podcast uh, i'm also at alex vallejos 92 on instagram as well um you can find us on spotify apple music um, and, uh, we just appreciate the listens. Um, everything's been going up. Um, so I kind of feel that you folks have be giving me support and we're kind of hitting our stride, which is really, really nice. Uh, if you guys can just, you know, help me out, you know, share the podcast. It's phenomenal. Um, and, uh, we're going to continue to have fun like we do every week. Um, but yeah, uh, before we get into, uh, cobweb, we're going to just talk a little bit about, um, you know, some stuff coming up. Um, I, I do plan, I want to do another family episode, but not necessarily immediate family. Um, once again, I'm talking to, talking to folks. I plan on going to the state fair down in Pueblo at the end of August of 2023 here. And, uh, I haven't been to the uh, Colorado state fair in such a long time. I remember uh, the food being good. I remember some of the rides, you know, carnival rides being crazy, um, I think I won like a rubber duck or something or playing the rubber duck game and winning something like it's one of those, you know, you pull up a duck and match the number or something and you get like a teddy bear or whatever. Um, but that's kind of all my recollection. I don't think I've been since even before I was a teenager. So it's something I really want to look forward to and do uh, this year and uh, travel a little bit more. Got my uh, car all prepared. I'll be, you know, going to the mountains and stuff too. Uh, before the summer's over. So, I mean, I have some really fun plans that I want to uh, go ahead and 
do uh, for myself. Um, I'm also in the works of some stuff outside of the show and outside of work. Um, but it's just about doing some research on some certain things and then perhaps uh, taking uh, new steps in life as well. Not stopping the show, but just uh, stopping or uh, starting some other uh, avenues and ventures. But we'll see if uh, I share those details uh, publicly or just uh, privately with some folks. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. So not enough of this like little uh, little little updates and stuff. I don't I don't like to dive too much into it. Um, but um, you folks have been awesome. And I just appreciate all of the uh, listening here. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I did have a story coming into today. Um, as a matter of fact, um, uh, I, I went out. Me and Marcelo, you know, we met up and went out last week sometime, and um, we we had like a you know we we try to go out to dinner once a week if we can. If not, you know, it's cool or whatever. Uh, but last, uh, as of recording this recording, um, we went out last week sometime and, uh, it was really, really cool. We watched, uh, AEW blood and guts. Uh, so wrestling, um, we, like, I haven't, I haven't watched it since probably, f- what are we at? Well, the end of May during the pay-per-view haven't watched AEW at all or any wrestling at all. Um, uh, we went to one of our favorite bars in Denver and asked the bartender to, uh, put it on and they did. And it was fantastic. And then we traveled um, to other areas in, like, the Rhino District or the Five Points District in downtown Denver and went to, like, this jazz bar. However, they weren't doing jazz that night, so I was kind of disappointed. Um, but uh, kind of kind of just spent the night away. We, we met up at, like, 5, and then we went until last call, which was totally unplanned because we both had uh, work the next day. But it was it was really quite uh, interesting and a really good time. Uh, we were out. Uh, we met some met some uh, fun people, um, and uh, oh man, we were buzzing. We were buzzing hard. I know I was. I was the one. I mean, I, I'm the one that drove, and Marcelo had to drive me home. But yeah, we went to uh, a tequila bar, and I got him some like Casamigos, and we took some. What it was pretty expensive for that bar, but expensive shots, and it was just a good time. It was one of those nights I was talking about a couple weeks ago, where it was like, you know, we want to like we want a summer night out, a real chill night out, and I was really happy to uh, to go out with him and uh, you know experience that this summer, um, because you know summers summers ending fast, guys. It's ending fast, but uh, I I don't mind. I don't mind. I love the fall and the the winter anyhow. But it was a real good time, real fun night, um, and then. Uh, I went out again, back to the same bar, that jazz bar, and had a had a good night. Um, last once again, it was last night as of this recording, but um, it was really cool. Um, it wasn't usually that bar is rowdy and stuff when it comes to the the jazz nights, but for some reason it was real real chill. Uh, the weather was perfect, no rain because um, half the bar is like downstairs in a basement, the other half is like a covered outdoor area, but it's still inside of a building. It's a real cool setup. And the musicians were fantastic. Um, and they do that every uh, Monday. If anyone has any questions on where that is, feel free to hit me up and I'll let you guys know. Um, but it was really, it was a really good, uh, really good opportunity. And then I was one of, uh, I left that bar, went to a, a quieter bar and, uh, ordered me a couple of drinks. Uh, they had like an outdoor patio area too, like with couches, went out and just lazed about, you know, just simple, simple, like simple night stuff. Um, I'm kind of over the phase of, uh, like, I love the party, don't get me wrong, but, like, I'm over the, like, going out in the crowd 
kind of like super crowded area, like especially in downtown Denver, like the local dive bar I go to in the area I live, that's fine. You know, I know the, the bartenders, I know like the owner and the DJ and stuff. And they've always been super duper nice to me. Been going there for what, what year are we in? Been going there for like seven years. Is it seven? Yeah, seven years. So it's cool. It's chill. So I know I always have a spot there, like on the weekends, even though it's crowded. But when it comes to Denver, it's like, man, I just avoid those crowds. So if I can go out like weeknights or Sunday nights, you know, like perfect. It's just perfect. If the weather's good, it's awesome. And then you always find people and you create stories on those nights too. Unfortunately, um, I didn't have, I didn't meet anyone last night or talk to anyone super duper interesting last night, but, um, uh, like I said, the jazz music was awesome. Um, I ended up <laughs> renting out one of those uh, scooters from like Lyft or Uber. And I was one of those annoying assholes that was on the sidewalk. Actually, I drove on the street like a, like a actual person should. Um, but you know, I always have a fun time doing that and I wasn't too, uh, messed up to be driving those. Um, but it was a lot of, a lot of fun. Real good experience, real good time, and of course, you know, you don't need to have drinks to have a good time or whatever, but I don't know, there's just, there was just something about it, like having like a weekday off the next day, where like it's not chill, uh, or where it is, sorry, where it is chill, um, there weren't any sports teams going on, so once again, it wasn't super crowded, and uh, I don't know, the atmosphere was just really, really good, and I think, uh, think things are going really, really well right now, and I hope they are going just as well uh, for you folks out there. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I have news on, um, that I want to share. Nothing's really coming to mind. I mean, as if, as the show goes on, we'll see. Um, but I'm kind of really, really excited about this movie. And, uh, you know, last week was an experiment too, with the breaking of down of like the horror and musicals. And we're going to get right into uh, a, a horror movie and like right now. Um, but, you know, I, I, I kind of like those pieces. And like I kind of mentioned last week, I kind of want to do some historical pieces, but once again, I'm waiting to figure some stuff out. Um, I'm kind of waiting to describe these events. I want to see how I want to uh, transcribe and record and uh, research certain events and what kind of events I even want to do. I'm not going to teach you about, you know, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo unless people actually want to know about it. But I'm trying to think of like crazy or wacky events, like probably maybe start here in Colorado or, um, you know, something that's just unique and, uh, go from there when it comes to that. But I don't know. I'm still kind of, I'm still trying to uh, figure that part out. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to, I know it's a little bit early, but I'm going to call a break right here. And, uh, when we come back, uh, we will do, uh, we will get into, um, cobweb a little bit. Well, actually not a lot of it. We're going to get into cobweb. Um, so I will start the next part out. Um, spoiler free and then i will drop a um you know warning on when we're going to get into non-spoiler free territory um so just uh, get ready give me just a second here and we'll be back with cobweb all right folks we are back um and uh, this movie will have you in its web uh because I don't know. It brought me. It definitely brought me in, and like we talked a little bit about last week or during the, uh, the my horror explanation of unique stories. This is, you think going into it, it's going to be one movie, and then it ends up being a different movie, and then by the end, it's another different movie. So I, I mean, it it, it really had my attention on all like three acts, and um, 
I think this is just another COVID movie. Um, there are only maybe five, maybe five sets in the whole film. And um, there's five main, five? Yeah, I think five or six main uh, cast members. So it wasn't really big. So I think this was a pandemic movie. Um, the biggest star in the movie, I believe, is Anthony Starr, who is the, um, who's the father in this movie, let me just double check here. Um, Anthony Starr, he's also he also plays um, Homelander in The Boys. Yes, his name is Anthony Starr. Yeah, he plays Homelander in The Boys, and he is the um, he's the father of this guy, Peter. Um, and then there's the mom. There's the teacher, whose name is Miss Divine. And then there's the school bully. And then there's Peter himself, who is our uh, protagonist. He's a a little boy, and um, he's, I think he's like 9 to 10, or 9 to 12, something like that, I, that's the age range I kind of get, I get elementary school vibes from this kid, but he could be older, I don't know, um, it didn't really give that feel in the movie, they all had, they shared one classroom with one teacher, so I, that's why I think it's like late elementary school, so it's the kind of vibe um, you get, um, but yeah, so Peter, um, it starts off the movie kind of once again. This is going to be spoiler free. This kind of sets up the film, and then we'll we'll end it there. But uh, this this film um, starts off with our uh, with Peter in bed. Um, he has an alarm clock next to his bed. It says like one forty five or like one forty seven. He hears knocking in his wall. He kind of like what? What's going on? Um, but then he hears more and more and more knocking. Calls for his mom. Mom comes in to the room. So we're introduced to the mother character. Um, she puts her ear on the wall, doesn't hear anything, um, and then goes back to bed. Then the next day, shows him at school looking super-duper tired. Um, we're introduced to Miss Divine, who's a substitute teacher who... A weird choice, but yes, she's the substitute teacher for the, the class. And uh, um, Peter's bullied by this, this you know, just school bully. Um, then he goes home the next night. He hears his name being called on the wall like around the same time, like 1 to like 12.30 or something like that. Um, he hears his name being called in the wall. Here's more knocking, calls his dad in. Um, and then we're introduced to the dad. And then the next day, uh, it, it goes to the morning. Um, him and his dad put rat pellets out. And um, they're trying to get these pests. And then the movie kind of continues um, with, you know... Peter not being able to get some sleep. It's it's uh, his parents are saying that he has an overactive imagination, and then the te you know teachers concerned. The parents um, kind of take offense to it, and then it turns into a completely different movie after that. If you love horror, I definitely suggest you know seeing this while you can in theaters. But it's I, I don't know how long it's going to be in theaters. Like I said, it released the same weekend that Barbie and Oppenheimer did, and it probably won't last a couple weeks. Um, but I'm glad I was able to see it while I did. Um, as for streaming services, I couldn't tell you what it's going to be on. My guess, it would probably be on Shudder. If you guys like horror movies, it could be on Shudder. Otherwise, I would just wait for it to come out like on Amazon or something and just rent it through there. Um, since Amazon carries most um, movies. Um, but um, I'm going to continue the story. It's going to get, you know... 
you know, we're going to kind of spoil a little bit of everything going forward here. So um, if you want to turn it off now, we appreciate the listens, guys. Once again, you can follow the, follow us on the socials, as mentioned at the beginning of the uh, podcast. And, um, you know, we'll see you for the next one. But if you don't mind uh, going forward, the spoilers and the uh, complete or most of the plot um, being described and everything to the best of my abilities, then let's giddy up and go. Um, so we'll pick up right when they are planting the uh, the uh, rat poison. Um, so Peter and his dad go out to the shed. They get these little pellets that are like little blue ones. And then uh, Peter like tries to pick up this big bag and he smells the bag. He's like, oh, it smells like cinnamon. His dad's like, hey, buddy, you don't want to eat those. You know, that don't really hurt your stomach and you could die from it. Um, Peter feels sad about putting the rat pellets out, like outside of his room and outside of his parents' room, because he doesn't want the rats to die. He just is scared of the noises. Uh, during this whole time, his parents keep saying he has an overactive imagination, but that's why they love their son. And you're like, okay, this is kind of weird. Um, and uh, he goes back into school the next day, and uh, well, he goes. He's actually picked up on his school bus on the way to school. Um, kids trip him and they say, all right, Peter, recess, you're mine. So the bully's probably going to beat him up at recess. And once recess hits, he stays inside the uh, classroom and Miss Devine says that he doesn't have to go outside if he doesn't want to and he can help uh, decorate the classroom. Um, and then you find out that uh, Miss Devine asks Peter, like, hey, uh, what are you going for as Halloween this year? And he says, oh, we don't celebrate Halloween. And she says, oh, that's okay. You can still help me decorate the class. Cool, right? Like, all right, cool, sure. Like, when is it going to get weird? Because you're hearing, like, these ghost noises and you hear knocking in the walls type of shit. Like, what is going to happen? Um, so, he goes home and now we're at dinner uh, with the family, mom, dad, and Peter. Um, he asks, why can't they go trick-or-treating? And um, they, they uh, the, the dad is pretty cool. He's like, listen, we're going to have to tell him eventually. You're like, oh, shit, what's going on? He's like, oh, you know the old McCreary house at the end of the lane here that's all boarded up? And then he goes into this, like, neighborhood horror store. Like, oh, a couple Halloweens ago, before you were born, um, there's a trick-or-treater that came, or that went to, like, went trick-or-treating, and she disappeared, and no one could ever find her. You're like, oh, what the fuck is that all about? And then the mom gets all crazy or whatever, not crazy, but, like, emotional, um, but says... You know, we don't celebrate that. And I, you know, there's nothing wrong with keeping the ones you love safe. And it's like, okay, sure. She's overprotective. And you're like, okay. And then you get the vibes like, did they do something? That's weird. Um, and then you notice, like, I throughout the movie, I notice on Peter's chin, he has like this bump, right? Like this looks like a, like a bug bite. Or it looks like a, like, like it looks like a mosquito bite or it looks like bruising. I, I don't know what they were going for. When I watched it, I don't know what they were going for at this point yet, but I, you know, we're going to get into stuff in a second here. Um, the next day, uh, Peter is still in class, missing recess. Um, and then there is a, um, he's just kind of laying on his desk, puts his head down. There's a spider and you're like, oh shit, it's a big old bug. Um, but Miss Divine puts it in a cup. They get a paper, they put it out the window and it's fine. Um, and then I think they resume class where they're paint they're painting pumpkins. Um, and Miss Divine says, Oh, I really like your pumpkin the best. Like, don't tell anyone. And then you're like, okay, cool. 
so she's kind of bonding with him. Peter has like this bonding moment. Um, and it's really, you know, it's really nice. Um, he ends up going outside the recess with his pumpkin. I, I don't know why everyone else left their pumpkin in the, in the classroom. Um, but then the bully comes over, trips him and then stomps on his pumpkin that Miss Divine loved or liked. And Peter gets super duper sad, super pissed. Um, but he can't do anything about it. He, he goes home and, um, you know, he cries and, uh, then the next night you hear the same voice in the wall saying, you know, Peter, please don't be scared. Like if you're scared, then I'll go away and we can't do anything. Or I like, and you don't have any friends and I want to be your friend. Like you won't have any friends if you know, you get mad or you don't talk to me. But then this voice says, you know, don't let them bully you, bully back or show them to, you know, if you're scared of them, show them they should be scared of you. And she keeps putting this idea in her mind, in his mind. And yeah, this voice is a female voice. So she keeps putting this voice in his mind or these ideas in his mind. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, guys. Um, and then from there, um, we go, and I could be saying this out of order, but all these events kind of happen. Um, so mom and mom and dad are still like they're not hearing them talk and the voices don't talk too loud or, you know, if they find out they're going to be mad at you. Um, but the parents this whole time, they kind of turn, they, they seem like they start turning. Um, uh, but the next day Peter goes to class. Uh, everyone's drawing during, uh, they're reading a Halloween story or, uh, Miss Divine's reading telltale heart. And, um, everyone's drawing like pictures of scary things. So Peter, um, is, he draws himself in his bed in an all black room with his window. It's like a circular, like glass pane window that lets the moonlight in. Um, and then the, he draws the wall in his room and he just draws, help me. Um, so Miss Divine sees this and is like, uh-oh, I gotta make a, I gotta make a stop at the house. Like a will call or not a will call, like a welfare check. And uh, by the way, substitute teacher doesn't go to the principal. Once again, she's a substitute, but hey, you got to roll with the punches in these kind of movies, right? So she goes, um, she brings the picture to um, the house. The mom answers. The mom gets heated. Like, you're you're like, who? You're a substitute teacher? Like, okay, well, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for showing. And then, you know, she takes the picture and she's like, oh, Peter drew this? Like, oh, well, no, nothing's, nothing's wrong. It's just Peter and his wild incantation see she uses a bunch of like weird phrases for like a because you said at the beginning she's like he has a wild imagination and then she's like oh you know him and his inklings he has and it's like she uses like every thesaurus word for like imagination or made up story i thought it was funny um but um she takes the picture inside and goes up to peter and now it gets fucking weird because she's like what is this? Why are you telling people you need help? She's like, we, you know, you love, like, you know, we love you. You know, we're doing like, we don't, you know, this, this, and you're like, what is happening? And then I'm noticing on his chin, his chin's like purple now. And I'm like, oh shit. So I thought I'm hearing like ghosts or something. And then at this point in that time for the movie, in my opinion, I'm like, oh man, is this like, and like, is this a child abuse movie? Like, cause that would be like a different horror, right? Like, oh, I'm making up things in my head. Or Peter's making things up in his head because he's being like verbally abused or physically abused. And he has that weird thing on his chin. You're like, what is happening? Like, is he getting hit? And, uh, okay. Um, 
So then, okay, so then this night, this night, that's when the voice says, don't be bullied, you know, make them scared of you. Um, so class ends after he's like made fun of or something. Um, the bully and the bully's friend are like walking down the hallway. Um, Peter's the last one to leave the class. Um, as they go down the hallway, uh, the bully and the bully's friend like take a turn. They're just minding their own business, going home after school. Peter catches up, and then all you, all of a sudden you just hear kids scream, and I'm like, oh, what happened? Like what happened? Like whenever there's a movie where like kids are hurt or like killed off or whatever, like possessed or something, I'm like, whoa, they went there. This is crazy. Um, but then you, you don't see what happens, but then you get a shot of Peter looking down the school steps, like inside of the school, school steps. And it's like a one flight of stairs and it shows the bully kid, his like ankle and foot, like twisted the other direction. You're like, Oh fuck. They did this to a kid. This is awesome. But it's like, Whoa, they showed it. They didn't show the actual scene, but of course, you know, they showed the injury like, Whoa, fuck. Um, so then um, it just shows them in the principal's office and that Peter has been expelled from the school. Go figure. Um, but he satisfies the voice that he hears and he satisfies the knocking voice. And um, it's crazy. So you're like, okay, wh- where, do we go from, where do we go from here? Um, so then at night uh, we get another dinner scene. And... Um, Peter or Peter is down with his mom and dad, and um, now the braiding starts. You're like, oh shit, this is an abuse movie, because you know the dad's like, don't you know we love you? Don't you know that we don't solve things in this house with violence? At the same time, he he's like the dad's pounding the table, and like screaming. So you're like, oh okay, buddy. And then the mom, the mom's like crying, like, well we love you, Peter. And then the dad just shoots her a glance, like, what are you doing? And then, because Anthony Starr plays such a bad guy in home, like in uh, the boys as Homelander, I'm like, oh, like this is awesome. Like he's a really good villain. Like he's such a good villain. Um, the mom then brings out the picture, and then they start fighting with each other. Like, you didn't tell me, like you, you, you know, the dad's like, you, you didn't plan on telling me, like, about this picture. Like, what is this? Like, do people know? And he's like, well, the substitute teacher came here, but whatever the case may be. It's like, you know what? It's like, I'm sorry. Sorry to have to do this to Peter. You're grounded. And the mom's like, yeah, go to your room. You're grounded. And then the dad says, no, I told him he's grounded. Because in the whole movie, like, Peter comes home from school and he just throws the ball at the wall. Like like a little rubber bouncy ball on, like, you know, into a corner, bounces back and he catches it. That's what he does for fun in this movie. So they're grounding him from his room. So they put him in the basement. The, the basement in this house is behind the refrigerator, behind a locked door. And then you, then Peter's sent down there. They turn the, this, like, you know, classic trope. There's, like, a hanging, like, light bulb with, this, like, with the, the pull chain. So they, they turn the pull chain light bulb on, um, put them in the basement. They lock the door. They put the fridge in front of the door. Um, and then Peter is sleeping on, like, these wooden crates. There's a blanket, wooden crates, and then he's, then there's like over, it's over like a, a chain or something, and there's like a pillow. So then he's like starts crying, put his heads in his hands, tries calling out for the voice, um, like hey, I'm here, I can really use a friend right now. No voice comes, um, 
and then we get um, Peter kind of looking around the basement, and then underneath like his crate bed, he sees like this big chain in like a like a loop, like or a grate or something. Um, he moves the stuff out of the way, and he looks down into what seems to be like this pit or cage. Um, and there's a teddy bear he can see all the way down at the bottom. And now you're thinking, oh shit, his parents are the kidnappers of the fucking little girl. And you're like, whoa. Once again, this is all my ideas going into it. You're like, whoa, what, like, what is happening? And then like, you're clearly, clearly, this is abusive behavior by the parents. They're putting him in the basement, locking the door, whatever. Um, and then. The mom is has the keys to the house. So the mom doesn't work. The dad has an undisclosed job. Um, and the mom always has keys on, like, her hip. Like, to one of those, like, pull string things. Like, you see people at the banks or, like, um, like security guards, how they have, like, their keys on, like, that zip string type of, you know, keychain deal. So she has, like, keys to the house. They lock their doors from the inside. Not, like, like deadbolts, but they, like, key lock their doors on the inside. So you need a key to get out of the house and into the house. And then now she has a key for the secret, like the secret, um, basement door. Um, you know, like, oh, this is, this is crazy. Um, we cut to, um, Miss Divine back at the school. Um, and she's grading papers. She has Peter's last math test. She's like, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about his parents. So she puts her phone number on the top of this math test. Um, is like, well, I'm going to go drop it off. Um, but before she goes, the principal that we meet, I forgot he was in this for a second, but we meet the principal is like, Hey, don't get, you know, emotionally involved, um, with the students. Is like, well, I think there's signs of abuse. Like, well, is there anything physical? No. Um, is he wetting himself in class? No. Like, is he talking about anything sexual that a boy at his age shouldn't be talking about? She says, no. And that's when the teacher says, there's going to be, a, there's a thousand Peters out there. Like we're here to help if they come to us, but other than if, if they don't come to us, there's nothing we can do. And she says, okay, fine. I'll stop. Doesn't stop. Goes right to the parents' house. Um, this time mom and dad are home. Um, they're doing some laundry and, um, as they do their laundry, uh, you know, knock, knock, knock on the door. It's Miss Divine. Um, Miss Divine say, oh, I'm just here to drop off, uh, Peter's test. And then the mom opens like, oh, okay, thanks. The dad comes right to the door and says, oh, who's this? Mom says, oh, this is the substitute teacher that uh, I was telling you. Oh, the substitute teacher, sure. Come And then he invites around and then, yeah, come on in, take a look. And then, you know, they ask her, oh, what's the purpose of your visit today besides dropping off the math test? And um, I think this is a point where you find out that um, Peter's mom used to be a teacher or something. Because they say, oh, yeah, um, Miss Divine asked, well, where do, you, where do you plan on sending Peter to school after his expulsion? And he said, oh, right here at home. Uh, my wife's a teacher. The dad says, you know, my wife. My wife's a really good teacher. We're going to teach him reading, writing, and arithmetic. And he's like, I kid, I kid. But we're going to teach him. We're going to homeschool him. Um, and this whole point, you get like a bunch of pan shots to like the laundry machine uh, running, uh, the mom, the dad, the teacher, and then Peter like looking, like hearing the conversation from the basement. Um, um, you know, they, they pour her some tea or something and I'm like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Um, but then Miss Divine notices that the dad is bleeding on his arm and uh, he has a hammer in his hand. He's like, oh, I'm just doing some home renovations. I'm like, no, not Miss Divine. Don't do anything to her. Um, 
she's like the only nice character in this whole movie besides Peter. And it's like, please don't. Uh, but you know, he starts cleaning himself up and tending to his wounds. They kind of, they, they end up arguing and she wants to see Peter. And then they say, no, you can't see Peter. Um, Peter kind of then says, you know, kind of runs up the stairs from the basement. And then he starts uh, like pounding on the, on the, like the door behind the fridge and starts pounding on it, kicking, trying to scream for help. But their laundry machine is super duper loud. Um, and she, she can't hear him. Um, she's starting to feel, Miss Divine starts to feel really, really uncomfortable. And then she's like, you know what? I am, I'm going to go. Uh, you know, she feels completely unsafe in the house. Like, I'm going to go. Um, right when that happens, the laundry machine turns off. She's like in the foyer, right where the door kind of is. She's going to turn back around because she hears the knocking. And then the dad's right there with like the hammer in hand. And uh, she's like, what's that? What's that pounding noise? He's like, it's a laundry machine. And then right as he says that the laundry machine picks back up. Um, and then... Uh, what happens? Oh, and then she, uh, she just gets the hell out of that house. Um, she gets back to her car. She doesn't run away. I mean, they let her out. Um, but she gets back to the car. She can't find her keys. So you're like, oh, fuck. They're back in the house. Then we kind of try to get a jump scare, but it's not really a jump scare, which I appreciate. It's just kind of a, a tense moment. But he's like, hey, Miss Divine, you forgot these. She grabs the keys and just, you know, drives the hell out of there. Um, but, uh. Oh yeah, and during this whole during this whole scene, so Miss Divine wrote her number on the top of that math test for Peter, right? The parents hate this teacher, obviously, but they still pin the math test on the fridge, okay? Like, oh yeah, we're we're supportive parents. And you're like, no, you're not. You're fucking evil assholes, and it's like, okay, well, what the fuck's gonna happen now? I think at this point they pull him, they pull Peter out of the basement. And they say, oh, no, no, after this, uh, the mom bakes uh, uh, pumpkin uh, cupcakes, okay? She makes one with a sad face, because that's how she's feeling, but the rest are happy faces. Um, and then she said, you're ungrounded, you can come back upstairs, you can go back to your room now. Um, oh, I forgot this last time I did a movie review, but some some just super important type of shots we get throughout this film. Whenever we're, like, going outside of the house. We always get a front view and a back view of the house. Their, their back of the house is full of a bunch. It's like a pumpkin orchard. Okay. So they grow pumpkins in their whole backyard. Their backyard is a bunch of pumpkins and then a shed. Okay. That's their backyard. Um, this will come into play in a second here, but so they let, uh, they let Peter out. He has like, I'm assuming he has his cupcakes. It doesn't show. It just shows the mom coming downstairs looking kind of like wild eyed and crazy saying he's ungrounded cool um we then go um then there's a there's a scene where he's taking a bath the mom's giving peter a bath um and then the dad comes in and says peter you know we're really really proud of you um we're sorry we have to do this to you but it, you, you know it's for your own good peter just being in the house he's in smart kid he's not trying to pander to them i think he genuinely believes it uh, but he's saying you know i learned a lot while i was down there the dad says oh yeah like what he says, like, I need to grow up, I need to stop believing my imagination, and I need to, you know, become a better man, or something along those lines. You're like, this kid's like nine. He needs to be a better man at nine. You're like, okay. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, but um, so the parents satisfied with his answer, like, okay, see, we're doing good. We're raising him right. 
Um, but that night he goes to bed. Um, and once again, he's not going to scream out for help anymore. He can't. Oh, and then the parents make him promise not to have any more nightmares. So he promises. Um, but that night, um, we hear the voice again. He's like, I thought he's like, you were gone for so long. I thought you left me. And he's like, no, I didn't leave you. I was in the basement. I was calling for you down there. Um, that's why you're thinking, okay, this abuse is all in his head. Why didn't his friend come in the basement? Turns out friend is real. Okay. Um, so she says, you know, go to the wall and look where the wallpaper doesn't touch. And he's like, okay. And he kind of pulls the wallpaper back. There's a hole. Um, because Peter says he wants to see her. Um, so she makes him promise, don't scream when you see me. And he makes a promise that I won't scream when I see you. Um, so there's a little hole in the wall. And it's a size, it's the size, a little bit bigger than the size of the ball he plays within his room. Um, then we don't hear a voice. He puts the ball through the hole. And the ball comes back. He looks in. He just sees his one big eye. He freaks out, backs up, goes in the bed. And uh, falls asleep. He then has a nightmare of uh, his door being kicked open. He sees his mom kind of with a weird stretched face and like black eyes, um, like running back and forth in the hallway, then running towards him. The lights cut to just his room lights. Um, oh no, I forgot a part. His dad in the corner is like a, looks like a slender man type of person, but it's still his dad. It's like, look what you've done to your mother, son. That's when that stuff happens. And then the mother comes rushing right up to the door lights go off comes back on and it's it's perfect because there's not like music for this so the jump scare is like okay something's gonna happen and then, then it just goes like a boom the mother's on top of him choking him but then we wake up then it's all it is all a bad dream and uh the mom's actually holding him um to her chest and saying peter you're having a nightmare and she's like what was the nightmare about though and you're like what the fuck is happening and he just says he doesn't remember. She's like, well, it's over now, and your imagination can't hurt you. Okay, like, okay, I don't fucking know what's going on still, but that's okay. Um, at this point in time, uh, he's being told by this, uh, his friend in the wall that um, his parents aren't who they say they are, um, that that little girl went missing in the Halloween story because of them. And that his, and he keeps denying that his parents, like, oh, your parents would never do that. Your parents would never do that. Or my parents would never do that. My parents would never do that. She said, okay, I'm going to tell you exactly where to go to prove this. So she has him go out. Uh, while the mom's busy in the house, the mom never leaves the house. So I don't understand why she didn't catch Peter. Um, but um, they go to, he goes to the garden of pumpkins. And he starts digging, 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 digging. He ends up finding a human skull. But then the mom sees from outside, like the, the top window in the house, sees that he's digging in the garden. She runs out there. Peter tries to bury the skull, tries to bury the skull, tries to bury the skull. And then um, as the mom comes out, like, Peter, what are you doing? Peter, what are you doing? He turns around and he has a pumpkin. He's like, well, I know we can't celebrate Halloween, but can we at least carve a pumpkin or something? Cute, innocent boy shit. He knows what he's doing. Perfect. Um... So then that night, or maybe it's even day, he's confirming with um, his friend in the wall. He's confirming, like, hey, I see what you mean. And he's like, well, I need you to 
I need you to like, do, but you know, the old clock in mom and dad's room or your mom and dad's room, you know, I'm, I'm trapped in a door behind there. And he already knows about secret rooms because he was put in the secret basement room. So, oh, okay. They probably do have a door behind a clock in their room. Um, he said, like, but we need your help. Um, so the mom's downstairs, like carving, uh, carving these pumpkins, like a crazy person. And I, she keeps like just murder stabbing these pumpkins in the kitchen, like in the sink. So you think, I think the whole time she's like, she's like stabbing her own hands or something. Cause she's going fucking crazy, but she's not. Um, Peter has his math test some for somehow has the number or has the number on the top of the math test. Once again, I don't get why they just didn't throw the test away since I had a phone number on the top, but whatever. And their parents have line line phones. They don't have cell phones. Okay. So he calls Miss Divine um, and says, please help me. And she says, what? Please help me. And then he's like, please help me. And then hangs the phone up, turns around, mom's in the room. And she's like, Peter, you shouldn't have done that. You should not have done that. Now you're going to be in super big trouble when your dad comes home. She answers the phone. Hi, Miss Divine. Peter was nervous, wanted to call you, wanted to say he misses you, but I guess he's a shy boy like always. And you're like, oh shit, the mom is killing this kid's chance of getting any help. Um, and then they hang up the phone. Miss Divine obviously knows something's wrong, um, but doesn't come over immediately. But, um, whoops. Um, however, uh, the mom says, wait till your dad gets home. Uh, so the dad, uh, dad gets home, and he, you know, he's going to punish him the next day. And he's like, oh, you're going to get punished tomorrow. As soon as I get off of work tomorrow, you're like, we're going to, you're going to help me out with something. The voice is telling him they're going to do what they did to that little girl. Like we need to, you need to help me move, like get out of here now. Anyhow, the next day comes and goes, say, all right, Peter, I need your help in the, uh, the dad says, I need your help in the garden. Or in the pumpkin patch, whatever. And you're like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? And there's just, and then they start, they start. Then it goes to them, and um, there's like a little, a little boy-sized hole in the ground, right? Like, oh shit, what's gonna happen now? And at this point, the movie like can end at any moment, in my opinion. It's like, oh shit, are they gonna kill? Gonna kill him? This is crazy. Um, but no, dad, dad says, well, all the all the pumpkins have black rot in this patch. So we're going to have to bury them and just hopefully it doesn't spread to the other pumpkins. So you're like, whew, missed one. Um, and then that night, the same thing, it, you know, the voice tells Peter, don't be scared anymore. Um, we, you need to get me out of, you need to get me out of here. And then he's like, why, why do I need to get you out of here? And then the voice proclaims that I'm your sister. It's like they're keeping me in the walls. Like they're gonna do to, they're gonna do what they did to you, to me to you, and that means they're gonna kill me. I need you to help me get out of here. And then he's like fully, he fully, fully buys into this. He's like, oh, okay, great. Like if you're my sister, we're gonna get out of here. Um. So the next, so he, they have a plan we don't hear about. We go down. Uh, it's just dinner. It goes to dinner time the next. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, okay, dinner time. Right before dinner time the next day, I forget, it was just a random scene because you need something to happen, right? <clears throat> we The bully the bully is now back, um, but he's in a van, like a really, like he's in a predator van with these three older guys, and these older guys, like they're like, you know, you have to establish who they are, so it's like, hey, cuz, is this that Peter kid's house? And he's like, yeah, and they drive off. 
where they put on like they put on animal masks and then they drive off in the middle of the day. Like, okay, well, I know we're going to be seeing them later on since this movie's almost over. Um, but um, they're all, everyone at the dinner table is kind of tense. There's like this, they're eating some soup and it's like weird soup and P- Peter's not touching it. But mom and dad are eating it. And then there's a doorbell rings and uh, it's Halloween night. <laughs> so the doorbell rings, <laughs> you just hear trick or treat. And the mom's saying, get the hell out of here. Like she screams, slams the door. And then the dad's just like, did you make sure to turn the porch light off? The porch light off, honey? <laughs> just like total. Because at this point, you're like, what are these abusers doing to this kid? Like, like obviously they made this shit soup and it looks awful and they're eating it up. And, uh, Here's what gets fucking wild. Um, the dad, and I, I knew immediately, but the dad's like, hey, honey, did you do uh, something new to the soup? And she's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, because it tastes really, really good. And they both start eating it more. And then it's like, hmm. She eats, the mom eats it. It's like, hmm. They're both munching away. And then the mom's like, hmm, tastes almost like cinnamon. And I'm like, I fucking knew it. Um, obviously it's a callback to the, the, the pesticides that they were using to kill the rats earlier in the film. Like it smelled like cinnamon. So it tastes like cinnamon. So now, now P- Peter's dad realizes what he looks at Peter's soup. That's why Peter's not eating. Peter poisoned the soup with rat poison. So I was like, what have you done, Peter? What have you done? And the mom's freaking out, like, what is happening? Like, what do you mean? What have I, like, what do you mean? What has he done? Um, so then it starts hitting him. He starts, you know, like, and, and the, probably one of the most graphic scenes in the movie, um, the dad just starts, like, throwing up, like, blood and, like, not intestine, but, like, it's black ooze. And you're like, oh, my God. And they have landlines in their phone. So he goes to the, or the mom goes to the phone but the phone line is cut also by Peter. And I'm like, oh my god, Peter is snapped. Oh, oh by the way, his chin is still like weird red purpley. I'm like, okay, whatever. <clears throat> so then um, the, da- the dad dies because he ingested all of the rat poison. Um, Peter starts to run away. Um, but the mom grabs a kitchen knife and then starts chasing Peter. Um, so Peter's like three quarters of the way up the stairs um the mom catches him and right before he's about to um she's about to stab him then she starts throwing up profusely in the blood and the same type of stuff peter then kicks her in the head she rolls down the stairs like breaks her legs and you're like oh my god what is happening and then uh oh and then the knife lands in her stomach i think or in in her chest too and so oh my god this poor woman um he then goes up to he goes up to the room uh the parents room he moves his grandfather clock out of the way breaks it uh the door's behind there but it's locked so he has to go back down to his mom's keys that are attached to her like hip and um he has to uh get the keys um so he grabs the keys and then he's just the mom says, don't let her out. Don't let her out. Don't let her. And then she, she dies. Um, so now Peter goes up, unlocks the, uh, unlocks the door. And it's a real small door for like a little person, like, like an actual little person. And, um, 
we almost have our reveal of what is living in the walls. You just see all this hair kind of coming down and like spiders are coming out of this hair, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like there's more and more spiders. Um, and it's, it's like kind of crawling, like arched kind of, uh, what are they called? Um, it's not, I want to say, it's not, I want to say ventriloquist, but those are people that talk with dummies. Um, those people that like kind of fit, like, you know, the people like fold up and fit into boxes. You know what I'm saying? Like, sort of disoule, how we say it, ask type of people. Um, I'm going to think of it later on as I describe it or as I go about this movie, but, you know, she's crawling, this, this, this woman is like kind of crawling like that. It does like a super speed, like spider crawl run. Um, Peter shuts the door, whatever, cut to outside, right? Um, now the bully and his cousin trio uh, go in the house. Like, hey, Peter, are you in there alone? This, this, and this. Um, so the creature we see hears that, goes down the stairs, um, and we see the mom's body being dragged slowly away. Um, so the door opens. There's still blood and stuff on the floor, but um, these the bully and the bully's cousins kind of go in. The, and the bully, the little kid bully, he's on crutches and he has a whole fucking leg cast because his leg and ankle are broken. But whatever, they put on like their monkey mask, their their pig mask, their bird mask, and their sheep mask or whatever. So they go in, they start just wrecking shop. Their, one kid goes upstairs, it's like the bedrooms. One kid goes to the kitchen, sees that the kitchen is destroyed, covered in blood and vomit and whatever, spilled soup. Um, and then one kid goes to like the piano room, the parlor room. Starts breaking the pianos and stuff, um, and uh, the other the other kid that goes upstairs finds you know is in Peter's room, jumps on Peter's bed. Peter's hiding under the bed, so he's kind of, Peter's kind of getting hit, but not saying much. Um, anyhow, so we cut back to the piano room. The pianos like they destroy their piano. Um, the the little bully kid walks, slips in blood, and then um. Like, he hits his head, so he thinks he's bleeding, but he's actually in, like, the mom's blood. Um, then he looks over to the stairs. There's a little door under the stairs. The mom's body is, like, fully con contortionist. Boom. I know he'd figured it out. Um, but her, the mom's body is, like, fully contorted in this, like, little, like, storage under the stairs. He freaks out. At the same time, that little kid's screaming. You see, like, this, this plop of hair fall on the piano, and then, like going over to the other side. So then one of the, like that bully that was wrecking the piano, like looks over the piano, his legs are grabbed by these giant, like white claw type of hands. He's like pulled down onto his back, pulled under the piano and there's an explosion of blood. And I'm like, Whoa, fucking crazy. Um, then it goes up to Peter. He's found by one of the bullies cousins, and then he's trying to be dragged out. We are then cut to the bully in the kitchen, or the bully's cousin in the kitchen, who is then being torn apart uh, from a doorway. He's like hanging, he's hanging on to like one of the doorways. Like, oh, you know, like he's gripping one doorway. He's being pulled another way. Um, and we're seeing it from the perspective of the kid bully. He's in this, this cousin being thrown up to the ceiling, down to the floor, up to the ceiling, down to the floor, before like being taken away and whatever. Uh, and then we see the creature 
not full reveal yet, but like we're still seeing like that spider crawl towards the little kid and then just, you know, just shrieking, horribly terrifying kid screams. Kudos to that kid because he had to scream twice in this movie. He did an amazing job. I believed he was hurt and I believe he saw a monster like for real. So kudos to that kid. Um, but then he disappears. doesn't show what happened to those two guys. Um, but he was dragged away. Oh no, a bunch of spiders came onto him and then he was pulled away. So like, oh shit. Um, and, but then the upstairs, the last guy, the upstairs cousin is like, all right, something's going on. What is it? They hear all the breaking and screaming. Um, so the door is now, Peter's door is now open. The guy wanders out into the hallway. He has like a hockey stick or something. He goes out to try to like fight it back. And, um, once again, you just hear gargle noises and then you just see his body walk back into the hallway, walk to like Peter's, kind of where Peter's room is and his head is gone. You're like, oh shit. So now Peter needs to get the hell out of there. Um, I think if this is the time something happens. Oh yeah. Okay. So the creature, his sister kind of comes and gets right up in his grill. But once again, not a full reveal yet. Um, but then Miss Divine shows up at the house for some reason, like on Halloween night, like at midnight, whatever time she goes in the house. Um, she finds every, all the blood, like something's crazy here. Here's Peter screaming. Um, and then, um, she goes up to his room. Oh no. Okay. No, no. Okay. Right before that, uh, the creature takes and puts Peter into the wall, the wall door. Um, so then Miss Divine has like, she goes, gets a fire poker from whatever the fireplace area goes up to Peter's room, finds the hole in the wall, says, Peter, stand back, um, breaks through the wall, pulls Peter out of the wall. And then the final little battle happens. Um, they end up going into the basement. Um, Miss Divine is, uh, her leg is like not torn, but like, you know, like scratched terribly where she has a limp, um, so Peter, um, and so the, the creature in this divine fight, um, and at this point, um, she gets knocked out or something. And then so does Peter. Peter's then put in that giant cage we saw earlier, um, where he saw the teddy bear. Um, and, uh, so now, now what happens is, um, this creature, his sister, um, opens the latch and then she starts to crawl down. And then this is kind of where it kind of it gets unreal a little bit. She looks kind of like a Tim Burton esque creature. Like it's, it's CGI. She has like super big buggy eyes. Um, a weird, like contorted smile. Like have you seen the movie smile, it's like a smile that big with kind of, uh, like, uh, what is it? Like, it's a, it's a, it reminds me of that Tim Burton film, like the the Corpse Bride. She kind of like has that shape head with the, those big eyes, um, that giant long hair. It's all of her hair with all like the spiders in it, and she just crawls. She explains that she was born, uh, but her parent the parents treated her like a monster, but treated Peter like uh, heaven or whatever, like 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 the perfect child, and that um, that they. Uh, and she, and then she was really the one that killed the trick or treater. But since they still love their daughter, they buried the trick or treating girl in the backyard. Um, I don't know. Like it was, it was cra- like it's okay, cool. 
Um, but uh, then you get Miss Divine going to the basement, and then uh, uh, you know she he, Peter still really loves Miss Divine, and uh, she tries to fight this monster. The monster's clearly winning, but her hair is down far enough because her hair's massive. Her hair's down far enough that Peter kind of Rapunzel's her hair um, out of this little sewer grate cage. And then um, puts her, uh, they, they fight her and they put her back into this cage and they lock it. And then you find out, like, just when you think they're going to escape the house, Peter's like, this cage won't keep me here, Peter. You're going to be looking over your back, you know, behind your, over your shoulder the rest of your life. Like, every point in time, and it just shows you different points in the movie, when, like, I, like who do you think opened those doors? Who do you think shut these lights off? What do, you, what do you think this, 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 and this? And it makes sense. That's why I had all those spider bites because spiders are dropping out, biting his chin, and then leaving. That like That's that's not a huge plot point, but it's like, you can run wherever you want, but I will find you. Like, we're family, Peter. And then the movie ends. And uh, like I said, it's not, it's not the super best horror movie I've ever had um, in my life. I've never seen it in my life, but the story was definitely unique way better than I thought it was, and it went from, like, a paranormal, like, maybe, like, a, like, a ghost movie, to, like, a child, like, a child abuse movie, to, like, an actual, like, like, monster film, I was like, this is crazy, real crazy, so if you ever get a time to see it, once again, it's not the, it's not the scariest movie out there, the jump scares are minimal, um, it, it gets you thinking, once again, now that you guys know what's, what's gonna happen, but I still suggest watching it, so when it comes out, like, watch it, or go see it in theaters within the week that this podcast comes out because it probably won't be in for too long. Um, I know they're playing at AMC, but you can look it up anywhere else. But that's that's Cobweb, folks. Um, I thought it was, like I said, not too bad. Um, so, yeah, that that is that. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna end it here this week, folks. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Um, once again, you can find us on Spotify and now Apple Music, uh, as well as other. Um, streaming services as well um i will get into more bigger ones um i'm trying to or more bigger streaming services where you can listen to other podcasts i'm trying to get into um where it's going to be more beneficial for me to post everything but we'll see we'll see um but until next week folks uh, stay safe out there uh, have a nice week have a fun week and we will talk to you in the next episode so long and good night folks that's what's happening with the Big Dog and Shufflebox. And as the Rogue Man says, now here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. <laughs>